0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today's conversation is with my new boss, President and CEO of Desktop Health, Michael Jafar. I was happy that Mike was able to sit down today, have the conversation. I wanted to pick his brain on the dental industry, where additive manufacturing, 3D printing fit in the industry today, where it's going to go in the future, and obviously where Desktop Health is going to fit in that ecosystem. It was a lot of fun. It was great to catch up with Mike. He's a busy guy, and so I, I appreciate his time. Uh, without further ado, this is my conversation with Michael Jafar, President CEO of Desktop Health. This is the Co-Travel Podcast and I'm Bob Piercy, bringing you conversations from professionals from in and around today's dental industry, exploring new and exciting topics that are affecting us all as we work to grow and succeed, information you can consume on your time when you want to hear it. My name is Bob Piercy, let's hit the road. Uh, That was my fault. Uh, All right. Uh, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're on take two today. Uh, This is the first time kind of relaunching this uh, podcast project of mine and I'm a little bit rusty. So anyways, um, Mike, hey, thanks for doing this. And hey, thank you for being the guinea pig and jumping on being the first guest um, in a while. Now, real quick, uh, what I want to kind of do and start with this is people might know Envision Tech. If they're they're in the uh, 3D printing space, they might know desktop health or desktop metal story. If they're in just three D printing in general in the in the metal space, um, can you take the the backstory here? How did Desktop Health become Desktop Health? Tell us the story about Desktop Metal Vision Tech, that uh, that joining and how you and your team kind of fit into this puzzle.
1: Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. It's it's great to uh, connect again and um, and and thank you for for having me on. Um, like m- myself, I'm. Pretty much a a healthcare uh, executive for nearly two decades now. I spent about 16 years at a company called Allergan, working on brands like Botox, Juvederm, Nutrell, Breast Implants, Kybella, Deoxycholic Acid for Fat, CoolSculpting, SkinMedica, as well as uh, did a stent for about five or so years in eye care. Um, in ophthalmology and and optometry, working on glaucoma and anti-infectives and um, steroids, allergies, so on and so forth for, for the ophthalmology community. Um, and then joined a, a company uh, recently that went public and uh, launched a competitor to Botox with a, with a brand called Juvo, another 900 kilodalton toxin in the, the aesthetic space. So uh, I've been very much focused on specialty markets um, and within healthcare. And most of the leadership team at Desktop Health uh, comes from a very similar background, very healthcare oriented, orthopedics, aesthetics, and neurology. Um, With a couple of folks that came from the tech sector, Facebook and and startups, Um, and so um, really enjoyed kind of seeing this this market from the outside looking in. I know many of the colleagues that I've interacted with, even our our recent president that we brought on, uh, Lou Azera, who's a veteran in the space, know this dental market so well. Uh, and it's been a great balance of folks that understand this market extremely well with folks that are looking at this for, with a very fresh and, and different perspective. Um, so desktop help, how, how did we get here and, and what is it all about? If I were to you know, take another step back here, um, Envision Tech um, was, a, eight, call it an 18-year-old company, a, a very much a photopolymer uh, company. The company's uh, founder and CTO founded a technology called DLP, which is one of the most commonly used technology today uh, across most of, um, uh, most of uh, 3D printing, especially if it's photo, photopolymer based. Um, and they, they were leaders in jewelry and industrial, they meaning in vision tech, as well as um, dental, which was called a, a three to five year um, entrance here for them. Um, Desktop Metal, as suggested by the name, is a, another, you know, successful company, publicly traded, been around for about five or so years, uh, but ha- had a singular focus in, in metals capability. Um, and joining uh, efforts here with Desktop Metal going public and raising nearly six hundred million dollars and, and acquiring Envision Tech for about three hundred million dollars, um, has now Desktop Metal at, at the forefront of not only hardware, meaning the machines and the DLP and and, and light source, uh, but also resins and and metals and and fiber and chrome cobalt and titanium and so on and so forth. Um, As a company, company, we're sitting at nearly 200 different types of materials. We have about 1,200 employees, 500 of them are focused in dentistry. um, And over half of them are very much R&D focused. We have our own chemists. We develop our own material. Um, And the relationship between material and machines is so critical um, that it's nice to not only be an OEM on the machine side, but it's also nice to have access to the brilliance, you know, employee base that's focused on just fundamental basic chemistry. Um, so we have 36 programs uh, for dental alone uh, in R&D you know, across software, hardware, and resin. Um, and it's really off the backs of, of very talented individuals that, that came by way of this joint entity from both Desktop Metal and Desktop Health. Um, this, this relationship between Desktop Metal and Desktop Health gave an opportunity for us to introduce, I'm sorry, Desktop Metal and Envision Tech. I, I do the um, same all the time. Right? <laughs> gave us the opportunity to introduce Desktop Health. Um, and it's an unknown entity today. Uh, but over time, it'll become the forefront and the brand that's recognized uh, the most. The, the core technology that will power desktop health will be Envision Text technology, right? That's what we'll, we will use. And then the material and the material science that we will introduce through the desktop health lens will be from both the, the metals business as well as the photopolymer business. Um, so that's what customers will see moving forward. Uh, as we as we you know set out to launch these thirty six programs that we have in the pipeline today,
0: it, it's it's so crazy just to think of this because again at the time we're having this conversation, the company Desktop Health is less than a year old. But like you said, there's already eighteen years of R and D research and patents behind it. So there's a um, it's, it's a very different uh, entity than just a, a regular startup of of, of say 12, 10 months old company. That's right. So um, there's so much going on. Um, Now, before you got into it, what was your interest level or knowledge on 3D printing, the additive manufacturing? Was that something that you were looking to get into or what brought you to this this project?
1: Another great question. Honestly, I I did not know a whole lot about 3D printing and I didn't know anything about the dental market. very fascinated with technology. I was fortunate enough to have spent time with both uh, Rick Fulop, the founder of Best Op Metal, and Al Sablani, the founder of Envision Tech, And frankly, the both of them have taught me a lot about the sector. Um, most, if not all, of my knowledge have come through, through their lenses. We have a great CTO uh, on both sides of the businesses that I spend quite a bit of time. And so I've learned a lot about the technology itself. Uh, but if I were to kind of give you my, my passion, my interest, and in kind of where we're going, um, we have brilliant engineers that are pushing the envelope on innovation, my focus is to build a great quality product to scale. Um, Envision tech had you know, nearly 1,000 customers, um, and this market is 200,000 plus wide. And the difference between scaling right, and, and, um, and, and building is, is very, very, very stark. It's not, it's not one of the same. So the team that we put together here is really built to scale this uh, business. Um, while maintaining that ingenuity. And I think that was always there within within the core brand. Um, I'm fascinated by the dental market uh, because this intersection between healthcare and technology is spoken about around us, but it's it's hardly seen in practice. And if you walk into an average dentist today, there's a high probability that you'll run into a iTero a, a uh, scanner, right? A, a care stream, a, a three shape. And and there's a high probability that there is a CEREC milling machine in the back that's printing a crown and, and now a 3D printer right next to it. Um, so these offices that are there to cater to patients in the back have set up the pseudo manufacturing uh, system and, and and the speed and accuracy behind these uh, these machines allow them to do so. So you don't see that in and other verticals in healthcare. Like I said, I, I spent time in medical aesthetics and ophthalmology. The leadership team has, has spent years in orthopedics and neurology. Um, so we've seen so many subspecialty markets within the healthcare ecosystem. And to see technology adopted the way it is here um, is, is, is rather unique. So very fascinated by this, really impressed, and really love the not only the customer, but also the innovation side of this, this business.
0: Yeah, I've been working in the dental industry myself for, over 10 years too and and it's really been an interesting to watch the the economics too of of the owners the clinicians balancing healthcare versus a business and yeah. how do you how do you manage that um th- that level of care to the patient but while at the same time you were running a business you need to be remain profitable and uh yeah it's a very interesting um intersect of, of a number of economies coming together again to deliver and care um what do you think in regards to 3D printing, because 3D printing really came out of the prototyping world, as I understand, and kind of my my impression of it. And then now there's this evolution to end-use parts. Um, and that's really what we're getting in towards with with, with Fluxera and with, with Future Resins. Um, now, but at the same time, 3D printing has, in, has existed in other industries longer than it has in healthcare. So what lessons can we learn from other industries um, that are, say, you know, we're learned elsewhere, maybe automotive or again, uh prototyping that we can then bring into the healthcare space and and kind of piggyback off that 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 learning curve.
1: Yeah, look, this this market, I'll tell you, if wherever you um you look right now, whether it's the Wall Street Journal or deep in, in research, um, you find yourself running into the word 3D printing. Um and so I I I Really love seeing this thing kind of work from the outside, and it's almost like the internet, right? It was focused in, in the military. The cell phone was a military-focused thing, and then it became um, it became a really big deal in in the rest of you know the commercial markets. And so, from uh, from uh, a healthcare standpoint, and specifically from a dental standpoint, and this is why I love our position as a company. Uh, we're a company that caters to not only Dental, but also industrial, aerospace, um, and, and over six different sectors um, uh, globally. Uh, we have over 200 different materials, right? Access to different materials from photopolymers to chrome cobalt to, you know, rubber and so on, wood. Um, and we're very deeply rooted with, you know, with 1,200 employees, half of them focus on dental and, and a major per- percentage of them focus on R&D. Um, they, uh, they have their hands into a lot of the research-based uh, uh, work that's being done on, on 3D printing. Uh, so what's fascinating here is, as you look at the last decade, the investment that's gone into 3D printing uh, specifically across many universities has been almost 10X um, and, and that's converted into, um, into industries like the automotive and the and the aerospace industry that's been using 3D printing for, for years. Um, and now, borrowing from that and looking at that application into healthcare is becoming kind of a, a second step of or you know a two-step dance where we're not the first to introduce the technology in its use case. Um, you know, or it's not the first sector, uh, but we're definitely one of the leaders within, within healthcare, meaning the dental community is one of the leaders within healthcare to adopt this technology. Um, the advancement on materials is, is moving at a much faster rate. Uh, I think the machines itself, the hardware has gone to such a point where you could commercialize and scale and build a foundry to produce metal businesses and tools and so on and so forth, and, and be, be happy with the speed and the accuracy. Um, but where we're always trying to push the envelope is really the materials game. That's, that is the, the end goal, right? The, the quality of, of whatever application comes out is all, almost always going to be dependent on this relationship between materials and, um, and hardware. And that's where a lot of the investment has been, has been taking place around the world is, is really on the material side that I think we're going to start to leverage.
0: What do you see in regards to... So, so this is a big, a big shift for the whole industry again. To end end-use parts where, again, we're going to see a lot more variety in performance of materials. We're going to see um, a wider range of capabilities and end-use products that can be manufactured. And like you talk, so um, you're also thinking that the, the actual physical development of the, of the printers is going to plateau and, and can, that's good enough and really, really seeing the uh, resin hockey stick up and take off, or is there still going to be equal development on the, on the printer side?
1: Yeah, no, it's a good question. They'll always be neat. they'll always be development on the printer. Um, don't don't let me underchange that. But what I'm saying is that the printers have gone to such a a good place that now pushing the envelope on resins with with the core printing capabilities. I mean, look, we're already at 4K chips. We have we have one of the largest build plates at 50 microns because of a 4K uh, projector today, right? And and in our D4K unit, well, go. Four years ago, or even two years ago, you couldn't get a, a four inch by two inch build plate to project a 50 micron unit, right? That you had to sacrifice a lot of the a lot of the uh, the the build plate to get that accuracy. Well, from 4K, we'll get to 8K, which means we'll go even bigger at that right from a build plate standpoint at that level of accuracy. So there'll always be advancement on, on the hardware, but the leaps and bounds. And the 10X investments that you should start to expect from companies like us and the industry is going to be in the material science. We're not borrowing from other people. We're not licensing material from other people. That's where our, a lot of our core competency is just
0: to develop great, great resins. The true advantage of desktop health is uh, taking the, the investments in the research by desktop metal, taking the, 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 the groundwork laid by Envision tech, and then turning that in towards the resin development how many other companies out there do you see that match up with desktop health in that same manner are there a lot of companies developing resins and machines at the same time or are people kind of picking lanes in one or the other
1: yeah look it depends on the markets they serve and uh within that markets the the um, the customer base and so look at dental for example you have the chair side and the labs as much as one thinks it's just one dental market it's clearly not right uh, chair side companies that that we know out there they hardly invest in their own resin right they're they're, they're licensing others uh, and and you know borrowing other technology and putting it into into theirs uh, on our side we are very focused on developing our own material um, there is something very unique and very strategic about having uh, a a set of chemists only focus on building your own material that relationship of listening to the customer as they're printing your material or any other material and then ultimately putting it into a patient the crossroad between the printer and a patient is the resin and if you don't understand that relationship of of Having a crown fit just perfectly, and that marginal line just snap right into place, and your your aligner click right into the teeth. Uh, if you don't understand that intimacy, then because it's it's likely because you're, you're not paying really close attention, or necessarily are close enough on the material science. Like I said, the machines have gone to a place where you could throw anything into it; or produce a product. But the difference on that level of accuracy is is really owning your own um, owning your own craft. And so, outside of uh, dentistry. Um, there, you know, there are several key leading companies that are producing their own material. Uh, but I'll say the advantage for us as a company is that we're sitting on nearly 200 different types of material across many verticals, and that we could just cross pollinate.
0: Now we're, we're nearing the the new year the uh, the new year New Year's Eve is just a few days away. Um, we're you know close enough to say that you know Destapel has been around for a year at this point. Yeah, what are you looking forward to for year two of this company? Um, Bob, I'm
1: so excited for 2022. Um, honestly, I spent the last eight months learning um, the business. Uh, I've spent the last eight months building a really powerful team um, that that cares about the customer, that cares about the patient, that really finds um, interest in delivering a high-quality product. Um, and we've organized our R&D pipeline. Um, we've we've pushed the envelope in, in certain areas and and prepared for for scale in others. Um, expect several key launches from us as a company uh, in 2022. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. I, I can't go into too much detail, uh, but of the 36 programs, we should have at least a third of them out of the marketplace um, in the next year or so. And so um, I, I look at the world as, as little I and big I, you know, small innovation and big innovation, uh, we're doing both. Uh, there is a couple big eyes coming in 2022 from us, and I'm, and I'm so excited about it. Um, and then lastly, the the metals business, which we've press released back in September, in terms of its accessibility, and so it's it's no secret. And I could speak to it. Um, I honestly can't count on uh, more than two fingers, <laughs> the number of companies out there that are doing photopolymers and metals, right? Um, and so the, the dental market is going to be very interested in, in what we have to produce. We've gotten a lot of inbound interest in our metals capability, uh, and I'm really looking forward to bringing that to market in, in 2022. I think they'll, they'll start to redefine us as a company. Right now, everyone looks at us as, as a photopolymer company. Very soon, in 2022, people will look at us as a total solution company, and that's, that's the goal.
0: I know just talking to uh, previous clients and, and friends of mine in the dental industry. And when I've shared things online about desktop metal, that's obviously that's raised a lot of interest and attention. I, the, um, and what doesn't have anything to do with dentistry is, is the 3d printed guitar always seems oh, to yeah. get a lot of interest. <laughs> and people keep asking me if they can buy that or where they can get it. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe we need to work out some sort of like contest. We talk, we'll talk to Rick and see if we can get one of those uh, made up as a giveaway. You never know. <laughs> um, hey, I, I saw him post online that that's the the, the guitars. Um, uh, the guitar is free, but it comes with a 200000 $200, dollars uh, metal printer that you got. I thought that was funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> um. Now, one thing that's happened too recently is Desktop Health acquired a lab. Now, this yes. is kind of you know potentially kind of seen as taboo. It's you know a little um, unconventional. It raises some flags. People kind of. But but this is something we're not backing away from. We're not concerned about we like explain that position. Um, why is this, uh, good for us, good for the industry? And why is this like not something that other people should be concerned about?
1: Yeah. You know, this has been funny. I've been, I've been on so many calls in the last three or four weeks since we've announced this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Human nature always finds like the negative in things and, and, and the doom and gloom, the villain in the story, that's who gets all the attention. No one's ever really thinking about how could this be a net positive? Um, I'll I'll tell you, um, Lou Azera, who honestly has been one of the, the best things to happen to the organization in the sense that we brought him on, and, and he knows this market extremely well, especially what he's built on, on the lab side of, of the business. He's leading this initiative for us uh, at Desktop Health, and um, he and, and myself, along with a team, connect almost every week to figure out how do we introduce value to this ecosystem versus extract value. Um, And what will be coming in 2022 is the introduction of that value. We are building a very unique dental ecosystem. What looks to be a lab company plus a photopolymer company and a metal company all are just kind of running around in the same circle, uh, couldn't be furthest from the truth. There's there's so much being worked on on the back end as we speak right now, not only on the integration part, but also on the value delivery part uh, that when, when we're, we're all said and done with all this, there are a couple of things that's going to come out of this. Number one, customers of ours are going to say, wow, that was a very thoughtful product introduction. That was a very thoughtful launch. That was a very thoughtful uh, you know, unit or decision. That thoughtfulness is is coming because we are now acting as the customer as well as the OEM. So having access to a lab allows us to be in the customer's shoe, live the customer's pain points every single day, and not just throw something over the fence and say, hey, good luck with this technology. If you need us, we got some support. Um, That's very critical to the end user. And I think people will start to appreciate that. Then secondly, we will have so much knowledge and know-how on the operation side of, of the, this lab ecosystem that when we're interacting with labs, we will simply introduce that knowledge to other lab owners. Not every lab owner wants to, wants to sell their business. Not every lab owner wants to be acquired and buy some big conglomerate, or not every lab owner wants to just sunset with this thing forever. And every lab owner has their own you know, thesis on, on their business, but every single lab owner crosses some operational challenge um, in this space and, and the biggest one is how do I digitize my, my business and, and who better than us who have a who have our hands on a digital technology and have our hands in the customer to, to, to teach them how to digitize uh, this, this ecosystem um, right now labs I think 65 or 70 percent of them are, are using a digital printer we're almost at full full penetration. But from a productivity and efficiency standpoint, the, we're still in the early innings, and a lot of this is because of the the talent pool and the knowledge on how to leverage technology. That's where we'll, we'll start. We'll start to come in as, as a partner. And then lastly, for for labs that are that are looking for a potential exit, we now become one of a couple of options to them, uh, and we have a very different value proposition than than a general private equity or venture capitalist. Um, so. That ecosystem that, that's being built as we speak by the team and, and Lou is going to be a, a one plus one equals five for any dentist and or lab owner come 2022.
0: No, that's very cool. And yeah, the, the first kind of, I think you said it well, when people always look at the bad and they think of this as, as a competitive environment where now they're, they're competing with it. But really it's, it's a learning opportunity to really, again, deliver value and make those transitions smooth for the the end use customers so no, that's interesting um hey mike i, I know you're, uh, you're a you're busy guy you're a lot on the go um i appreciate the time you have today um kind of came to the end of the questions i had prepared for you and wanted to talk about is there anything that you wanted to mention that we haven't discussed yet today um Again, I, I appreciate the opportunity in the forum, and I'll tell you
1: this, Bob. I've I've seen so many markets uh, extract a lot of value out of introduction, out of the competitive nature of of, of you know free markets, um, and it always seems to you know benefit the end customer and 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 or the patient, which is ultimately what drives us as an industry. Um, but but the only comment I guess I will close on is as we get into twenty twenty two, is this company is really built off of really credible and, and highly genuine people. Um, and I, for once, over index on people, uh, because I think, you know, brands are not born out of thin air, they're born by people, right? There, there's a face to every brand that's ever been introduced, whether it's the jacket you're wearing right now, or you know, or or the phone that you're holding, or the microphone that's being that, that's being used, or or the 3D printer that we're selling. These these are made by human beings, and th- this company with 1,200 employees, again 500 focus on dentistry. M- my involvement over the last eight months has been to really, really leverage our our talent throughout the organization, and and we're building something special. Uh, we're building something unique with very credible and and genuine people, and we all just want to do good by by this industry, and so excited to to, you know, to, to honor that and, and, and bring that to the forefront. Cause I think with that coupled with technology, it's very hard to then, you know, uh, to, to lose.
0: Well said, no, I, I, I agree. Um, I think this is again, just a tremendous technology. I've, I've been excited about this for a while, just on a personal level. And then when you know this opportunity arose, I felt it's something I, ha- I had to do. I appreciate you doing this. I thank you so much. I hope we can do this again later in the year. Cause you said we have a couple of kind of, key launches kind of lined up and so maybe yeah. we can jump on again and have another chat um but hey again as an introduction for desktop health i think this has been a great conversation if anyone has any questions uh, please reach out to me i'll include all of the um company details in in the in the show notes but again hey mike thank you so much i really appreciate it and i'll let you get Bye. on with your on with your day. absolutely a pleasure seeing you and happy new year yes you too you as well all right ladies and gentlemen that was president ceo of desktop health michael jafar my new boss mike hey thanks so much for doing this i really appreciate it if anyone has any questions please check out desktophealth.com um, i will include my my contact information and the other company information in the show notes so please check that out hopefully we can have mike back on later in the year i don't look like mike said we do have some launches coming out so again maybe we can coordinate something you know around the time of those launches have mike on to walk us through as kind of what's developing with the company so anyways hey happy new year everyone hopefully uh, you had a great christmas and new year's break and looking forward to 2022 and uh, hey let's just uh let's have some fun out there so stay safe have fun any questions please reach out like follow subscribe and we'll keep this thing rolling so cheers bye for now and talk to you soon